Welcome back to Real Eyes Radio Season 2, Episode 1. We're jumping right in. Hey, hey, Rambo. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. I am out of the woodwork. I was so sick for a, for really just one day, but I feel... I mean, I was on death's doorstep. It felt like I couldn't move. Well, you know when they say that you can't get out of bed? That's like a saying. I really couldn't. I, I could not summon any energy. It felt like, it felt like you know how certain devices, you really have to let them power down to 0% to like reset the battery, and then they can retain their full charge? That's what my yeah. body had to do. Like I had to let my body iPhone <laughs> go to zero, <laughs> crash down, turn off, and let it just like sit in idle mode and then I was able to recharge it and you know really just one day of rest and then I did a lot of experimentation on myself like I tried fasting for a day and all these little things and I mean I was back to it within I was sick on Friday and then felt better on Saturday and then was back to it on Sunday but man Friday was really 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 rough but I love like I love seeing the human body system. My human body system is the only one I can experiment on, so that's what I get. And I, I just really, really enjoy seeing, you know, with this new mindset and with like everything that I've learned, if I can heal myself. I, I do believe that the human body has extraordinary. It's an extraordinary machine. It's a self-healing, self-generating. It's 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 magic. It's amazing. And I just kind of like got out of the way and let my body do its thing. I didn't take any over-the-counter drugs. I didn't take any Tylenol to reduce my fever. I actually got in a hot bathtub to to break my fever. I, I fought fire with fire and like I felt my fever breaking in, in, in real time. And and it's a really, it's an interesting sensation if you've never felt a fever break. I guess you, you have, but there's always a moment where like you get to be like, you feel like you're boiling and then all of a sudden the fever just subsides. It just breaks, literally. And I did that. I and it was so cool. I was I was like, wow, I'm doing Recharged. it. Recharged. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. I was like fighting the invader, whatever. I think it was, I think it was food poisoning, a mild case of food poisoning. Um, from some leftover Thai. I'm the queen of leftovers. I refuse to throw them out. I will eat anything that's in the fridge. I'm like such a scavenger when it comes to leftovers. I'm obsessed. It's just the way I was raised. And um it's it's bitten me in the butt a couple of times. Let's be honest. Yeah, same. I'm all, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> sure, this is good. Mm, tastes There's a thing here now, like the ta- on foods and stuff, the taking away the use by dates what? on food in the UK. Totally, so the, like they're not even doing suggested. Like, yeah, it's just like it's all going to be. I think it's all going to be best before now and not hmm. used by. Because oh, you have that's two dates. By and best before on these, oh. and it's just a bit. You guys had two dates. Interesting. We have one where it's best before and then one where it's used by. Mm-hmm. But it's they're talking about scrapping all that now. So it's like yeah, when you're in the supermarket, you won't really know the dates on stuff. So like when I'm buying stuff in the supermarket, I like you always go to the back of the thing. Oh, and like, me too. Yeah. I'm reaching far back in there. I'm like, get out of here. The new old Brussels sprouts. Let me get the ones in the back. Yeah, exactly. I'm always reaching to the back, like the last milk. <laughs> the one that's the farthest, the farthest back. Surely this one, give me an extra couple days. Yeah. And then, oh, there's certain, but then there's certain foods you look on it and you're like, this one expire for eight months. What? You're like, how's that even possible? Yeah. Like tinned food, how does like, tin, that's another one like you use by date. So they can last for years, but then all of a sudden, what does, what happens? Does the preservatives that they put in just 
Roll yeah, out, time you know, to, like, <laughs> time yeah. Oh my gosh, have you seen those images of McDonald's hamburgers that have been preserved for like decades and they have no mold, no insects have ever gotten to them. They basically haven't changed. You know, it's just like they're frozen in time because of all the preservatives that are inherently in the food. It's like they're already <laughs> shelf stable. They're already museum quality. They're ready to just sit there for forever. Pretty much plastic. Yeah, basically. It just makes me wonder, oh my God, that goes back to the latex fruit thing. Plastic foods, latex fruit. But I'm not going to get on that. With McDonald's, I- <laughs> do you believe it's real meat? I don't. I believe it's like a... Like an amalgamation. Yeah, it's like a lab grown. I think it's like, like... I've seen a few posts in the past, like the amount of burgers that McDonald's produced, they don't even have that many animals to like oh, that many I cows to... I love that you brought this up. I love that you brought this up. This, okay, this reminds me of, first let me say, I think there's something hinky going on with the food supply, and there always has been. I think that there's, just like the biblical, the, the bread, the loaves and fishes, the endless supply, how if you just have faith in this, in this abundant world, that the abundant world will supply everything that you need like magic, I believe that there is this like magical source of food. I think that like in between the actual food source supply and the consumer, we have this like middle kind of like theatrics going on of what we think is like the manufacturing and food supply chain. I don't really think that that's that's legitimate. I think that that's just in the middle to, 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 to have us believe that this is how it happens and then they can make, that it can like pull the strings and make it seem like, oh, we're learning out of food and oh, we, you know, they manipulate prices and manipulate everything, manipulate all of our ideas of how this thing works. But above that, there's something that we just don't quite understand about where the food comes from, how it's supplied, what it actually is. Um, and okay, so it reminds me of the news right now with all these food manufacturing plants getting blown up and mysterious fires or something. Have you seen that? Or is that just a US thing? No, I've, I've not seen that here, but you're kind of right. Like, where- Another another thing that I had this discussion with Les, um, like food, like, do you reckon like when it comes to like working out stuff like certain back in like whenever is the foods that can just make you super healthy, super, we're talking about like Greek gods. So like I had this conversation with him about Greek gods and like how they're like ripped up and big muscle, like Arnold Schwarzenegger basically, but these are like pictured way before gyms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So how was he in such good shape without right. no gym? How was he looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger? How could people be chiseling statues of them or whatever? Looking right. like Arnold Schwarzenegger before. Because those bodies go beyond like physical strength of like just working um, in the... in the Beyond you know, gyms, like it's before people, yeah. So it's before working out really. And we was talking like, could it have been a diet, like a... Or the food that he was eating then mm-hmm. is not the same food we're eating now. Well, okay. On one hand, do we believe in history? Do we believe those no. people on the statues are even real? Okay. Well, let's put that aside because that <laughs> it's funner to have a conversation with both. So, you know, let's let's presume they, they were real physical entities and we did make these, we did chisel, hand chisel these <laughs> statues out of stone. I don't believe anybody by hand chiseled those statues, y'all, those ones in museums. I think that they, <laughs> those were made in a process called casting and molding and that's that. But... Um, I do believe that there is something to diet 
that we are just not doing right as human beings. Modern society has just led us astray. Eat three meals a day and stuff like that. Like we've been told you. I don't think we we need breakfast, dinner, and tea. And I don't think we need it. I don't think that we need all this food. I think. Um, well, it, it really just depends. Okay, we're having two different conversations. Um, okay, let's go to the muscles. Let's go to the muscle, the muscle bound, the, the, the beautiful muscles. I do think that you know it's interesting because all all, all protein is plant based essentially. Even when we get our protein from animals, even when you eat a nice juicy steak, which I don't really eat red meat that much anymore. Not that I'm vegetarian, not that I'm vegan, but I have found myself as I get older, I just I crave it less and less. I desire it less and less. I find myself ordering it less and less. It's pretty rare that I will order anything that's like red meat on a menu. Um, I actually just gravitate towards vegetarian stuff these days. Um, But when you do eat a nice, thick, juicy cut of meat, that protein, someone's like, oh, the protein. But that protein is plant-based protein that the, the animal got from eating plants. That cow who's ruminating on the grass all day Cows aren't eating protein. You know, cows aren't eating anything other than plants. They're, they're chomping on that grass, and that grass has these proteins that gets break into, broken down, and they're like six stomachs. Cows have a ridiculous digestive system, um, and they take all of the nutrients out of grass. And cows are humongous. And, yes, they do grow significantly when they're on their mother's milk. You know, the cow's milk is meant to take a baby a baby calf from tiny little baby calf to this, you know, to basically well, They're also the of a car. injected with things to make oh, them yeah. kind of bigger. So I, when we're eating those proteins in the meat, is it even really protein? Oh, good point. Because whenever we see those muscles, those muscle-bound, muscly men like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I do think that there's some steroidal intervention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like we said, I think we said it's not the same steroids that we could just access. Right. Something something more um, building, like something something that like actually just goes to work while you and then I don't know, it's because anabolic steroids and okay, so my my I know a little bit about steroids because my brother was like obsessed with all sorts of things and he had kind of an addictive well, a very addictive personality and on one of his phases of addictions was bodybuilding and he was he was addicted he was addicted to the lifestyle of that to the actual working out but also the medical interventions the pharmaceutical interventions that go along with that which were anabolic steroids and anabolic steroids basically just hijack your metabolism to keep you in this muscle building and maintenance phase. They kind of trick your body into not breaking down any muscle, which is the catabolic portion of like, it's a process that our body does. It's either building or, or, uh, crumbling down and crumbling down is actually kind of a a necessary part of it. Anyway. So when you take anabolic steroids, you kind of skip uh, a natural process and you just keep on building and building and building and building. And so he was, he was, and it can cause like a body conscious thing as well because of the yes he did not see yeah he had body that's called body dysmorphia which is like bigger phobia they call it in the bodybuilding world yeah you think you're small you think you're a small guy i mean you're a big guy rambo you're you're jacked and you're tall you actually kind of remind me a lot of my brother physically (laughs) he was six four and he played football and just a bunch of stuff where like your your physicality is is um is highly, you know, basically like him being big and fit was a huge part of his identity and a huge part of his, his life. Um, but I think, 
it's, it's, a, it's a mental, our bodies and our physical presence and our inability to recognize what's real uh, with our body, like the, the body dysmorphia, when you look in the mirror and you don't see what you actually are, um, whether you think you're too big or you think you're bigger than you are, or you think you're smaller than you are, whatever. You know, when we look in the mirror, we really don't see an accurate representation of ourselves. There's so much mental stuff that goes on to it. But I don't know, there is something about... I think that comes from oh. celebrities again, though, doesn't it? Because with yes. the bodybuilding, everyone got into bodybuilding because of Arnie and our generation, <laughs> I'd say. Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> yes. kind of what I... Yeah, you look, I forgot, so I will get like, but you can never get like that and nobody looks like arnold before it. arnold you know except for those greek gods except for the greek yeah, statues that yeah, we were exactly. talking about before yeah there was gyms and stuff you know right it's, it's crazy it's then with know. that comes like a crazy diet you know like mm -hmm. and it can go from like just being a hobby to like an obs it's an obsession it once you like i think once you're starting like to weigh your food uh, mm -hmm. and eating even when you're not hungry like i've been doing i've done that in the past and it's kind of when i look back i was like what was it doing do you know what I mean? Like, Ooh, tell me about your bodybuilding days. You know? <laughs> I used to go all six times a week, you know, like, and I'd eat oh. five times a day and it was just chicken and rice and it was nothing else, just water and chicken and rice and like, it's... Oh, like boiled chicken, just like. Yeah, and vegetables and just yeah. trying to mix it up the best I can with like different sauces and stuff, do you know? Yeah. And like how many sort of... times were you eating a day? Like, five times a day. Five and times You a get day. to a thing where you're, you don't want to even kind of. Like nowadays, I'll have a couple of beers or whatever, do you know? I want yeah. to, do you know what I mean? And then when the thought about it, was like, what, for what though? Like, yeah. what am I doing? You know, like, back then, then you now, were so strict. It was, it's like an eating disorder. That was like 21. Yeah, it felt like a bit of an obsession. I was like 21, 22 mm -hmm. then. And did you have a group of guys that were Yeah, everyone was on steroids you? back then, yeah. all in the gym, yep. like steroids everywhere and like always getting offered and stuff, do you know, like, oh, you get, and it's the guys who got, they always have these big pimples on the backs, do you yes. know? Yes. Oh, the, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The, there's a lot of really, really unattractive negative side effects that go along with it. Not just what happens to your mind, but. There comes yeah. a point where you get to when it's like you've hit a wall and you can't really get like Arnie without steroids, but you don't realize that until you get to the. Yeah. And your body stops, once you start taking the supplementation, this type of not, we're not talking about like basic supplements, like your vitamins and stuff. We're talking about the anabolic steroids. Once you get to that level, it hijacks your system and you no longer can operate on a normal way. So you're right to, to keep, to keep those gains going. You have to continue upping the, the eggs, type. Everyone eating a lot of eggs. That's all I get to like eggs. Oh. And I seen this little video the other day. Like it was like, who told you eggs are like healthy? Like protein we was always brought up like thinking eggs were good for you yeah protein mm -hmm. are good for you but are they really i like how they go back and forth on eggs it's like they're the best for you and then oh no eggs give you cholesterol you should avoid eggs at the all costs yeah <laughs> cholesterol and it was like the years ago they had that salmonella th thing oh yeah you salmonella and when you Chicken think about egg. what an egg is it's kind of like <laughs> i know really they, <laughs> it's like the basic question what comes first the chicken or the egg but when you really Think about the it. Scientist. What does come first? Yeah. <laughs> I think the, because the lab, it, the lab, yeah, the, the lab comes first because like what use is a chicken like in the world? What if, if it's not to be eaten? Like, well, what, you know, the chickens come use? from the dinosaurs. 
So yeah, the T Rex. So what came first, the T Rex? <laughs> not the chicken, yeah. not the egg, but the T Rex came first. Ah, oh, they're they're auctioning off. I just read an article about how um, it's like the world's for, first. Uh, oh, Velociraptor. So what was kind of like popularized by the Jurassic Park series, but like the world's first Velociraptor skeleton is being auctioned off to like a private bidder. Or, or someone's going to bid like $33 million, you know, something stupid like that. But yeah. it's those, then the article went on to talk about how the bones, many of the bones are cast, you know, they're, they're, they're recreating the bones. And it's like, y'all, none of those bones are real. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's the entire, I, I, I just think, and then some private collector is going to have it and then it's going to get, you know, uh, uh, viewed in all these science, uh, earth, natural history museums, and whoever that collector was is going to get a whole slew of tax write-offs. I mean, none of this is, that's, art is an obfuscation of the truth. Uh, financial, it's a way to, to I don't know. Money art laundering. Is, is money laundering, <laughs> for sure. And I like to think of, you know, the, 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 the Dolly, the AI, open source AI right now, where you can, t you can, um, I mean, they say, this is what they say. They say you can feed it any source text and from that source text, it will give you a, an image in whatever style you're, you're wanting. And this has the capacity to recreate artwork styles of all the masters, quote unquote. And I like to think, was any of this, was any of the masterful hand of art, like the Da Vinci's and, uh, you know, your, uh, basically anything that was done pre-1800, you know, the, ma the magical, the magical time frame that I think that things kind of, kind of began for us. Was any of that real? Was any of that actually done by a masterful hand? Well, I mean, yes, a masterful hand, but the, the hand of a man, hand of an, an artist, an actual artist, or is it all just fake or is all just, you know, all the, the walls of every museum, is it just hung all these, all these ancient works? Or is it, is it all just so we can ooh and ah and go, oh, wow, you know, and try to recreate, spend our whole lives recreating what we think is masterpiece work instead of actually creating things for ourselves. We're always like, as artists, I consider myself a, a very creative person, but you know, when you're in like any sort of artistic field, you're, you have to learn the work of the so-called masterful hands that have been before you. And you have to, I mean, your whole, it's like trying to recreate and doing things in their style and trying to match the, trying to, trying to get to the level of certain, you know, certain famous artists and you know, artworks and sculptors and all these things. But it's like, did they really even exist? Or is it just a ploy for us humans to ooh and ah, and then spend our whole lives trying to trying to, to recreate something instead of finding what is truly artful and masterful within ourselves, and just doing that. I it could be a big old a big old trick. I know that all these natural history museums are kind of a big old a big old. Oh, <laughs> thinking the <laughs> the natural history museums, they always have those those like early man. They're like fake people that are like oh, yeah. wax figures of the early man, and they kind of have those muscly those statuesque, like, man, everybody back then was just jacked, just jacked and ripped and had at like eight, eight pack abs. And it is, it's mad how they <laughs> depict them like that when there was no, no gyms and no, as far as we know, they weren't on steroids. They're out there you like know. with boulders over their heads, just like doing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing press ups with the boulders. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do say, let's, let's go back to history. They do say that the first Olympiad, the first Olympics was in Greece way back in the day, and they were doing all sorts of feats of strength, all sorts of, you know, races. Um, but all of that was essentially, I mean, still there's no, no, there's no workout equipment. And who knows if any of that was 
<laughs> those chains, those races. Who knows? Who knows what's real and what's not with with uh with uh oh man, I don't do even you know. Understand. Do you know what today do you know today day is as well? It's Maddie McCann's <gasps> anniversary, 15th Alan. anniversary today. The 15th anniversary of Maddie McCann today. And guess who's back in the news as well? John Bonet Ramsey. Yeah. John Bonet. So Maddie is the UK John Bonet, essentially. Yeah. It's a story of a of a, hor- a horrific story of a little girl, tragic tragedy in a family, little girl lost, little girl dead, family under the umbra of suspicion. You know, it's kind of a rinse and repeat. It's the same story. Just one happened in the United States and then about a decade or so and change later, Maddie happens, you know, for the, for the UK. And these sto- the fact that these stories are coming back at the same time, I mean, Maddie's is the anniversary, the 15 year anniversary, but John Bonet's and that was a December thing, so it's it's just for, the fact that she came back up this weekend. Apparently, the 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 family of John Bonet, the father, he's trying to get like DNA, new D, a private company to oversee the DNA testing. And oh, that's kind of interesting because um, both in DNA, like t- testing all this DNA stuff, that's a big part of both Maddie and John Bonet. But John Bonet was kind of like a pioneering. It was 1996 when this went down, uh, early, uh, late 1996 going into 1997. And this was one of the first cases, believe it or not, that introduced DNA evidence, as, uh, it, like solidified the technology introduced to the public, made the public aware that DNA forensic science was something that was going to revolutionize court cases and just totally bust open forensics forever you know and i think it's all a bunch of hogwash i don't i do i just don't know what our dna actually is i know it's do they say it's genetic code well the first guy that got caught on it in the uk we talked about him before he was called colin pitchfork and he was he got out after 33 years and he was the first guy to be like convicted in the uk of using dna oh my god (laughs) Mr. Pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, and got released after 33 years. And isn't that the thing? Like the townspeople coming after, like a, coming after the beast with pitchforks. Like that's oh, such a trope. Like that yes. Satan kind yeah. of thing. Oh, know? true. Yeah, the evil. Oh my gosh. They those names, the naming of things. They always hide. It, it's not even clever. It's it, like they tell you exactly. It reminds me of what was that? Live on Liebengood. The person who invented the mirror or something is Justice von Liebengood. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Maddie. Maddie is fifteen years. So with yeah. the Maddie, with today, with it being the anniversary, right? I, there's actually a game going on now, so it's, I'm a bit late to late to the party with it. But yeah, it's basically she was from Liverpool, and Liverpool are playing tonight, and they're playing was a team. From Liverpool. Yes, and they're playing a team called Villarreal. And their nickname is the Yellow Submarines as well, which I've got that link from the illusion guy, the Yellow Submarine link. And it's like there's a lot of things there for Liverpool. And I've seen it's so it's basically the war. If you look at Villarreal Stadium, this is where this is like right mid me trying to work it out, right? So I'm halfway through, I was going to get the score. So they've got the Ukrainian flag as their actual colors of the stadium and everything. It's interesting. I mean, something's definitely because your your whole angle now is tying these games to a corresponding event, a major event in history, and finding these significant numbers within that. 
Yeah. I think it's. I mean, the fact that they're playing today, Liverpool, Maddie goes from Liverpool. It's the 15 year anniversary of the Maddie thing. And this just is a Villarreal has a population of 51K. Ooh. What is, wait, what, tell me, 51K, what is that? What is 51,000 people. That is the population of Villarreal. What is 51? City. What is 51? Um... It's a 15. Say it's the same number, isn't it? Oh, the transpose. See, my brain, I don't, I don't think in the numbers. I'm not, so like, I mean, <laughs> it's like, with this now, I was like kind of halfway through, I was a bit late to it. I didn't realize. And then I started to see like load of links, but the game had already started. And then we start recording. So it's kind of, I'm telling it was so we can kind of see where I'm, where I kind of start looking to. Yeah. There's come definitely across something those. to that. There's definitely something. I don't know why they feel the need to like bring these cases back into our consciousness. I mean, they're unsolved. They're bo both Maddie and Jean Bonnet are unsolved cases but you know and they never go away i guess because they're unsolved but my theory is they're unsolvable they're designed to be unsolvable and that's what just keeps them ever perpetuating the and they run off our energy Stop. you in just them. keep making documentaries on it forever can't they really do you know yes. every few Ooh. years a new documentary comes out do you know with yes. new evidence like just the other day last week we said this christian b guy that under German law, they have to call him Christian B, but he's called like Brew Beckner, and he's like the main suspect mm -hmm. for Maddie, and he's he's actually in jail now for something else. And oh, that weird that guy was a weird fake like guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fake yeah. Guy, yeah. Oh, I read something that he said I couldn't have killed Maddie. I was in my trailer having sex with women mm. <laughs> when that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> I was too busy. I was too, none of this is, I mean, he couldn't have killed Maddie because Maddie doesn't exist. So we could, I mean, that's, that's pretty clear. He didn't kill her, but I just love how salacious these details get. It's just like a, it's like a weird soap opera that just gets played. Do you know off. what else before when I wrote that? I don't know how I've never, McCann, they spell it with M-C-C. They do. Yeah. It's two C's. I noticed that for the first time. Two I C's and two N's. Yeah. Like, hey, why have I never seen that C C? You know, uh, uh -huh. C C thirty three. Three. You know, C is the third letter. C C thirty three. Oh, they are. They are just so so sneaky. Yeah, and you know, and that that case was interesting because she it didn't happen in UK, but it was a UK case because she's from UK. But it happened in Praia da Luz. In, in Portugal, in Praia de Luz, if I remember, L-U-Z means light, you know? And so it's like the place of light, I think. And light, false light, you know, the projection. <sighs> There's something there. There's, there is something there. Oh, it says she's from Rothley Leicester. Leicestershire? Is that right? Leicestershire. Leicestershire. Yeah, but what do... The when they put their in the in the news, the advertise the Oh, they always say like so the Scousers the, they speak Scouser. I think the mum's a Scouser, so that's Liverpool. But the picture they used, if you remember off Maddie, she was always in a football shirt. Oh yes, she's wearing that Liverpool shirt. No, it's Everton, no. which is the rivals of the same city. Isn't so they're Liverpool's rivals. Everton are the like the the Derby Day. So like they they Liverpool, Everton are the two teams in Liverpool. Is she, are they doing stuff on the news? I, I don't, you don't really watch like your local news and stuff, but I've yeah, been. Yeah, like... yeah, now and again I do. Um, I, yeah. I do keep up with the news just so I can keep fresh. <laughs> what, what, 
And some I have days off it, but sometimes I do watch the news just to have a laugh, really. But yep, yeah, but they've, been, they've been on all day, but they've been building up with it all week with this Christian B story, and then yeah, it's only today I just realised like, oh, it's Baddy McCann's thing. I've seen it, I've seen it on the TV, like so. That's what made me think, oh, the Liverpool, you know, and then yeah. kept on going. Like another little example of like how you can like when I was looking at when Liverpool last won last won to this Champions League they won it on in 2019 on the 1st of June mm-hmm. and when you type in the for on Google for when they won it's like they, yeah they won and Mohamed Salah scored on the in 106 seconds so he scored in 106 seconds on the 1st of the 6th oh my <laughs> <It's> <laughs> And that is another six was, in there for six, six, six. How that is in the headline? You don't. That's not just in the small print. The headline is like Mohamed Salah scored in 106 seconds, and then it's got the date of the newspaper, like first of the sixth. It's like, and he probably posted at six p.m. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like that's how it, how obvious it kind of. So me, I thought, like, what are the chances of that? You know, can't be. That's not a coincidence. And when you see it more and more often, it's not like the first time I spot the. And other people spot them as well, but it's like it's too obvious. It's like they, it's right in your face if you look. Do you know what I mean? Like it always has been. It always has essentially been right in front of our faces, but we are programmed and conditioned so well through our entire lifetime that we just we just simply don't see it. Never. You know? It's like that when you're looking for your keys and you're searching everywhere and when you step back and look, we're just there. They right there. They, and they always were. They always were yeah, right there. It was always it's, there. Yeah, there's right just like, there's, face, but... there's all this noise in our head. There's all this like, there's all this static noise. There's all this interference. And, you know, and your brain actually does, your brain can erase things out of your visual acuity, out of your, your brain can erase things that you hear. Your brain can erase things that you see in real time. So you don't actually comprehend them. You see them with your eyes. The light goes into your eyes. But processing within our, within your brain, the experience from your brain is, is it, it gets X'd out. It's cognitive uh, removal. You just you you can't you you can't see it. And um, if this reminds me of Westworld. You know when people when they would show um, they would test the the hosts by showing them a photograph or something that was completely anomalous like or or an or completely like an anomaly wasn't supposed to fit it's something they shouldn't have had any comprehension of and like a, a modern picture or something and they would show the host and the host just wouldn't be able to see it they would go that doesn't look like anything to me they their brain is in a in a, in a sense like protecting them from a, a truth Being that, the truth yeah from from something yeah. that they're not ready or, or able to comprehend and so their brain just goes nope nope we're nope and they they literally they literally can't see it, you know. When I look back, I'm you know me me too. Like when I look back at certain things, I'm like, how did I not see how fake that was, you know? And how did I not see? We just we didn't know, you know. We just don't know the unknown unknowns, as Donald Rumsfeld Donald Rumsfeld famously said one time. The unknown unknowns. We really do not know what we don't know. But then once you have like this baseline of of new comprehension, I think that. You know, that's something that we're exploring all the time is these tool tips and tricks and how to see. Oh, for example, like one one thing that I'm seeing a lot of right now um, 
especially on Insta, and let, I'm just going to say this right now, Instagram is is fun right now, and Twitter is dead. You pointed that out the other day. Yeah, like Twitter, it's so something dead. Something has happened to Twitter. It's dead. It's just... So if you're not following it's us on Insta, it's the same stuff like re- repeated over and over. Like so, you'll see one tweet, one like maybe last year, and I've seen them same tweets like come back around, like echo, echo. All, yeah, style. so like they've not been posted before, and right. it's kind of like yeah, it's like an echo chamber. Of, like I feel like it, I've seen everything on there. Do you know, like a kind of like I've mm-hmm. seen many things like repeated on there, like this. Yeah. There's no more new life. There's no more new exuberant bursts. Of followers life. are going up massively, right? I and know. that's where I think they're trying to give a false thing of Elon Musk that, oh, he's now released the the yeah. shadow bans on everybody's accounts. And yeah. that's why we're getting more followers and people are joining it because they love Elon and they believe he's going to give the free speech and stuff. That's what I feel like they're trying to make us do by boosting the followers. Oh, well, I got a thing on Elon speaking. Well, pop, pop, press the pause button on that. We're coming back to him. Um, but on, on Instagram, there's a, not really a trend, but I've noticed a lot more people coming on to this concept. Okay. You know how, when we, uh, we like to, um, or one thing that I really love to do is I like to look at videos and look for the crowd holding up phones, recording what we're supposed to be watching. So if it's like, Joe Biden giving a speech, you look in the, the foreground and there's, you know, people, quote unquote, a crowd and they're holding up phones and they're supposedly recording Joe Biden. But if you just focus on what's on the phone, Joe Biden's not there, you know, but you really have to, you really have to pay attention. You really, at first you really had to be an eagle eye because there would be like one flash of a phone in an entire video and you'd have to like pause on that phone and zoom in and see it. But now I've seen that there's, like a bunch of phones and none of them. It's very clear. Yeah, it's sick. very clear that none, that that he's not there. I first noticed this with Kanye West. Kanye, with, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Right. And I remember people in the comments going, Oh, it's because of they're making all sorts of stuff. Like, Oh, it's because it's a camera on a camera and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just make trying to explain why he wasn't in. Yep. In so the many. Screen. And then today I saw one on Jill. So Joe Biden was one. And then I saw the same, style of video jill biden you know she was on stage talking and everyone had their phones out and you could clearly see that there was nobody on stage if you just looked on the phones they were recording an empty stage and all the phones seemed to have a slightly different i mean obviously they're at different angles but they were showing like a different stage you know like some of this it was just it was so i don't so think whose, done. whose footage did they take then how did it is that from the professional camera white showing all the phone screens or what or is it some from somebody's phone i always wonder like who's the actual guy where they go yeah we'll use that footage do you know for anything on the it news it could I just be all computer it. generated you know the, it, it, the phone it is. screens like are populated is. yeah i think the screens are actually fake to make mm-hmm. it look like there's people there and it's yeah, the, four, the people aren't even there either. No. The people aren't even there either. That's the whole thing. There is no crowd watching Joe. There is no crowd watching Jill. Oh, there there was an also one with, uh, I know everyone loves the Kardashians, and um, there was one of K- Kendall and Kylie Kardashian at a basketball game, and, you know, they were courtside seats, and they were, like, walking across the, it was someone recording, and they were walking across the, the court um, on the sidelines, and, you know, someone's watching, recording them walk by, and then in the foreground is someone else recording them walk by, so the, the view that we're getting is someone's recording and recording, and on the phone in front, you can clearly see that Kylie does not 
walk by. Like she's, she walks by in the video, but she does not walk by on the phone. That's also recording the scene. So this, this is like all the celebrities. This is, um, this is a, it, like in that, that's trend. when we'll get you saying, oh, it's a hologram, but not really. It's not that the whole crowd was just all, all of it was fake. Everything, every yeah. bit of it was fake. And I think that's in, where in I these kind things, of I mean, they didn't, they didn't go to the game. It's just a fake crowd shot. You know, it's just a fake, they just. Yeah, they're not, not even there. Yeah, they're, they're not, not even at the there. game. They're not, they're not, not even at the at game. game. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, I was at that game and I, you know, I don't know. Well, this goes back to the, this goes back. So on that one, I think it's digital fakery because we saw that the phone wasn't quite matching up with the reality. But this also goes to, if you see a celebrity out and about, I mean, this goes back to the whole impersonator, the, you know, the, the multiple, the actors playing the, the role of these celebrities. And for in-person appearances, you have a, a person in, in Kylie costume or an Elon Yeah, just costume. show up, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Go show up no one can sit near them anyway no one and then no. and all they need to do is walk by get enough attention for people to go oh that was down there did you see that and nobody can see it because they're far away but it's like oh that was kylie or oh that and was so crowds of people everywhere yep and oh and one of my followers sent me a um a a, a shot of um a tiktok story i'm still not on tiktok i refuse but they sent me one of their friends it was either a snap or a TikTok. Anyway, they it was of Elon Musk, and apparently Elon made an in-person appearance at their friend's place of business, of where their friend worked. And the friend was like, "So cool to have Elon Musk here today," and took a picture and posted it. And then my follower sent me that and was like, "This doesn't look like Elon, does it?" And it sure didn't. It looked like an Elon look-alike. It just looked like an impersonator. It was Elon-like. It it looked similar to him, but it was off, you know? And it, it goes back to like, oh, the multiple Joe Bidens. Why are his ears, why is, why do you look different here? Why do you look different there? Different actor. so many different people playing over a lifetime, over, over appearances. Also, I found one, have you ever seen that video of Elonk where he sheds a tear? <laughs> he like huh? sheds a tear at something like, so if you check that out and it, it's literally, it's not a, re that's a, like a, it looks like a PlayStation character, you know. It sheds his hair? What do you mean? He sheds a tear, so he oh, cries. Oh, sheds a tear. Oh, no, I've never seen that. Yeah, like, yeah, so his eyes kind of, it's like, so I posted it on my Instagram story one time, saying mm -hmm. it just looks, it just looks like um, a computer game. It really does. Interesting. There's some, so oh, cries in this interview. Too, it reminds me, too, of the Chinese Elon Remember that when it was like this guy? Oh yeah, they look alike. Exactly like, yeah. I don't really think that that was a look alike, a Chinese look alike. I think that that was, I think that was more of a digital facial overlay. Yeah, um, like the Mike Tyson Snoop Dogg. Like, oh, that was so good. Okay, explain that one. Explain the Mike Tyson Snoop Dogg. You sent me that. Well, it's it's just so like good. a deep fake, and it's like Mike Tyson, but with Snoop Dogg's face on it. You know, mm -hmm. but it's funny that. You said that because just the other day I seen another one and it was like trending. It was Snoop Dogg's twin brother or something. And it was this like white guy who looks exactly like Snoop Dogg. I love those. I love when they, <laughs> I, I love those. And that goes back to templates, <laughs> hashtag templates. I don't know. There's something, you know, th th people do look like other people in, in the real world and there's no, conspiracy there you know there's not that many faces it's like you said there's not that many faces <laughs> there's really not that can... many we have an illusion of uniqueness we have an and i talked about this before if you were to pour 
10 lab rats, these little white mice, you know, if you, those little lab mice or whatever, that if you were to put them in front of you, all 10 of those little mice, they look exactly the same. There is absolutely no way you could differentiate from those mice on, on day one. Now, if you spent a month with these little white mice, you would begin to notice all sorts of variations. Your familiarity with this subset would allow you to individualize and to quickly individualize. So when you would look over, instead of just seeing a bunch of 10 rats, you go, oh, there's Larry and there's Sue and there's Curly with the wonky toe and there's, you know, whatever. You would, you would recognize immediately that it, they would look different. You would be able to tell. So I think that that's kind of something with us. You know, if we were like an alien spaceship coming down and just popping out on Earth real quick, we would go, man, all these people look exactly the same. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have any familiarity. We wouldn't be able to differentiate. All white people would look the same. All black people would look the same. This is not a, this is not a racist thing. This is just like the phenotypes and the, the facial types, the, the class and category, the, 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 the types are just so similar that without familiarity, it's really, really difficult to, to tell the difference. Now, if the alien was to spend some time with us, they'd go, oh yeah, that's HV. Oh yeah, that's Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, that's whatever. Like they'd get really, really familiar, you know, and, but we're not all that different. There's only seven face shapes on top of that. There's only a, a few different, a few ways that those features can go on the, what, what is it called? The, um, oh, it's one of my favorite words. It's the facial meta. Oh, I lost the word. Anyway. Um, it's, it's the, it's the, the geometry of, of the human face. And there's really not that much customization and, um, there's only a few, there's only like so many ways that it can fall. And so, yeah, doppelgangers do happen in real life because there's just not that many of us. But I do think, you know, this goes back to the archetypal um, templates or, or, or archetypal, you know, we've got these, we've got these ideal faces. I don't know. I think that, I think that our idols and our icons are pulling from a very specific set of features that are important, that are, that are carefully crafted and these feature sets are important and they need the icons to fit within these feature types. And that's, I think that's a reason that like there's, you know, Benicio del Toro looks exactly like Brad Pitt, just a different flavor. And there's like eight, eight different versions of Margot Robbie. You know, you, there's all these pictures of like Margot Robbie looking like eight different actresses. Jamie Presley's one of them. I can't even list them there, but that, that one's like a big one. And I think that the Hollywood machine does this very specifically and, and knowingly is to cast, and that's another word, casting of a smell, but cast. And also cast is like a mold, to cast a mold. But Hollywood casts these actresses and actors because they fit a certain subset of facial uh, they, they have a certain look. They have Miliar, the, like, the look. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this goes to, we talked about our brain doing certain things without our knowledge, but if we are presented with a familiar looking face, even if it's someone we've never seen before, because of that familiarity, especially if the familiarity harkens back to someone that we have a positive um, view of, then we, ex without even really knowing why, we'll accept that new individual. We'll accept that new celebrity because there's a familiarity there. And we're like, oh, yeah, 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 I like that. And we, we, we have a kinship and an affinity for those familiarities. And if it's something, we don't like I, new stuff, you know? I've been down in the Reddit comment section 
I, I came across koala bears, like, right, some people talk about it. So I went on to, like, having a little look and I started, like, what's the koala bear penis? Do you know? Well, as you do. Course. I mean, naturally, as you do. As well, one it does. has two penises. What? <laughs> the koala two? bear has two penises. What to do with the, those the things? the female has three vaginas. It's like... <laughs> oh, my. Well, yeah, mismatched. so it's like red flag. Something red flag. Yeah, so then when you type in, like, this, this is some good homework. Yeah, now right. if you type in celebrities and koala bears and have a look at just how many Hollywood celebrities, presidents, Barack Obama, Putin, all of them are pictured, the royal family, all holding koala bears. Like so many. And there's one, there's actually one post and it's Andy Murray holding one and it says, why do all celebrities like holding koala bears? It's like there's so many of them like, all holding koala bears it's it's like a some sort of symbol apparently koala bears originally were from the antarctic 45 million oh, really? years ago mm-hmm. and apparently they give you they like 90 percent <laughs> of them has chlamydia Oh my, well, if they have got so many penises and vaginas, yeah, how can they not have chlamydia, It's like Rambo? a joke. It seems like a joke. Yeah, like you can get it if what you What am I supposed you. to do with these three vaginas? Come on. <laughs> they don't drink water. They get oh. all everything they Wait, get. Wait, what? They don't drink water unless they're distressed and it, everything comes from a eucalyptus leaf. Hmm. Oh, and they so smell, like, oh, I'm reading this now, they can- smell collect. like eucalyptus. Huh. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, they have the, fingerprints. That's interesting. They only have they have thumbs though, don't they? They, they have all like mm-hmm. so many thumbs, but oh, they and they're not even bears. Eighteen hours. <laughs> they sleep for eighteen hours. They sleep for eighteen hours a day, and they don't really leave the same tree for like in the wild. So like they could basically. This is where like where it was like coming to like they could just be like animatronics in a tree that don't ever move or like they little totally teddy bears could. and they always use them for f- the australian fires don't they every time we see that yes like showing us like oh look it's oh they save can't us. save the bears we can't save the is that celebrity thing out they're all pictured so many i've got them all it, like so well there's way more it's like ofra mariah carey barack obama Prince Charles, yeah, uh, <laughs> Andy Murray. Yeah, and there, and it seems like every celebrity that it visits looks Australia like it's been placed in as well. It doesn't even look real. Uh, the one with, like, is, you know yes, I mean? yes, I'm looking at one. Well, okay, I'm looking at one with uh, Will's and Kate, and it not only looks like the koala bear has been placed in, it also looks like Will and Kate have been placed in. So it's like there's nothing real. Was anything ever in this photo? Like what is real? Nothing. Nothing that we're most of most of not. We're real. This is real. Life is real. And you know the whole everything is fake moniker it's ah it's so limiting i mean it's 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 perfect in a way because that's true everything is fake like everything they tell us is real and important ain't but you know it it it's short the one thing that it really doesn't do is it it, it does not do, serve well the idea how much real influence we have in our real lives like in our daily daily life even if we're even if like at the end of this we close our eyes and it was all a dream we actually do have real influence in this experience, whatever this experience is, you know? And I think that all this fakery, 
like there's so much fakery to keep us locked in this prison of fascination and fear or whatever, just to keep us from realizing how much power and influence we actually have in our, in our ability to, to create an experience to, to, to render the life that we want, to, to, to live the life that we want, to experience the life that we want. But it's going to, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Somehow the koala bears are, <laughs> are connected Some, to all this. Yeah, they had something to it. And I'm going <laughs> to keep agree. on looking because like I've seen like some stuff in the comments where people are like, oh yeah, they can see. And then there's other people like, well, I've, I've seen them. There's always someone, do you know what I mean? And obviously hey, I Leo, we need you to if weigh you, in. Yeah, <laughs> Leo they never come out the tree. <laughs> If they never come out the tree, yeah, so how do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, you never know. It also says they're loners. Koala bears are loners. Well, of course they are. They, they say that. So that, that reminds me of all those celebrities that it's like, oh, he and moved around a lot. He never had any friends. It's a wild <laughs> animal, right? This is a, It's a wild animal. The koala is a wild animal. So, so why are so many of them pictured holding these wild animals, do you know? Yeah. They seem really tame and really domesticated to be a quote-unquote wild animal yeah hmm okay if we'll keep even the... a real animal <laughs> right if even a, if you know because they could be you're right they could be um they they so could be an animal they don't Absolutely. have to come out you could see them in this wherever you they may be in australia or whatever and you might see them in the tree but i oh, do you know if it's real it might just be placed there you know if they never move anyway right. you know? yeah just they're just there to who knows? to move about the zoo and to be there in some photo ops with celebrities who <laughs> also may not thing, exist. <laughs> that TikTok thing I posted that made me laugh. That and it's that guy is like, oh, I worked at the zoo and I had to dress as a gorilla. They asked me could I dress as a gorilla. <laughs> Did you see it. that? It was so funny. I love it. Like, it goes back to our whole entire discussion yeah. that we had. With that whole, if you haven't listened to the zoo episode or the animal episode that we had with Leo, it was two parts. I highly recommend listening to it. It was so funny. But we talked about. Yeah. The costume, like people dressing up in the panda costumes to to feed the baby panda, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's farcical. The, the fact that we think that that would like trick an animal to I don't know, like a, a real animal would never be tricked it, by that. It, but then that it just like what he was saying there, like, and that little TikTok. He was like, an, obviously like a comedy, but it, it was just like goes with what we're saying. Is like I was dangling and I fell into the lion pit, and a lion come behind me and said. Shut the fuck up before we all get fired. Because <laughs> the lion's fake too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, zoos. Well, we're going to figure this out one day. We're going to get to the bottom of the animal kingdom. I Oh, this reminds me. Uh, I want to take a little... We did a Patreon question. I said, let's know what's on your mind. And we got a couple of people reaching out. So let's just switch some gears from koala penises to listener questions. Seems like a good transition, isn't it? Um, Shannon asked, uh, she said, I seem to be getting mixed messages about Freemasons being satanic. The Q movement has messed me up on what really is satanic. Are they evil? So they being maybe Freemasons or let's, let's kind of tackle this in two parts. Okay. So Freemasonry, um, it's people really can be Freemasons. That's like, you can really join your local local Masonic lodge. It's a, it's a real thing. People actually are Masonic, but the idea of, of Freemasons of like the 33rd degree, I don't think that any, I don't think that anything really exists above that's but us. the public can play with. You know, I think that is the people. I feel like the 
we're Freemasons without even realizing because we build everything. The people build everything. That's what a Freemason does. We do. We build everything. They just orchestrate how we build it. Kind of like yeah. they're playing the game of like right. organizing. Do you we know what do I mean? make like this someone, world go, and whether yeah. that's a Freemason or not, but with the satanic stuff, I kind of don't believe in the satanic stuff really. I kind of feel like that is part of the part of the play. It's the boogie, it's the, the boogeyman aspect. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Scooby-Doo stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's what <laughs> yeah. I feel like it is. Yeah. And, At every end of the end of every Scooby-Doo episode, it's the same. You pull off the mask of the boogeyman and it's just that guy. You know, it's like we think. We think that there's these big bagged boogeyman everywhere, but it's it's just a de- it's just a deception. It's just like a I don't know. And they like, always like, make it always like people think it's all about the money side of things and stuff mm-hmm. like. And I don't believe it is. I thought that's how they control us with the money. They don't yeah. need the money. Do you know they what I mean? That money. is money doesn't exist they, on they that make, level. Yeah, they don't. They make the money. Do you know? So yeah, it's that that is to con- the money is to control us. So like say for instance a war was kind of real and they literally just over money got a lot of people just go and kill an awful lot of people if it that's you know what i mean and they, they haven't had to do anything like whoever's higher has already got this in place so that every i feel like everyone's kind of in on it pretending like the satan they know everyone believes in the satanic side of stuff but i don't know i kind of used to be into that and now i can kind of see it kind of all I think oh, humans can be tricked into illusion. doing rituals, like play, like yeah, play Yeah, we do it all to ourselves. Rest, it's yeah. all consent. Everything, like we've said before, it's all consent. Mm. We we do the damage to ourselves. They don't do anything. They just show us through the TV. Yes. So, I mean, they can cause anything, protests, anything. They can get real people to do real things based on fake yep. situations. I love that. Like, it, like COVID. It requires, it requires our consent. There's a quote in one of my favorite books, um, Pao Chang's Word Magic, The Powers and Occult Definitions of Words. I've been rereading this, and I, I came across something last night, and this kind of is exactly what we're talking about. Um, it says, the artificial matrix and the dark forces can only flourish on Earth with the support of living men and women. So basically, they need us to to support. Like, they need us to 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 do the yeah. things to to to. So that's to why I'm saying like and... we could be all Freemasons. We're doing the building. We're the builders, really. Yeah. We're creating. This is why I always say they try to create our reality because we're trying to. We can create what like we we're talking before. We can create ourselves, but we're not. We're creating their reality. Whoever is there is a they somewhere, isn't there? There is. Yeah. Like, and we're creating that reality rather than our own. Yeah. I, they, you know, the other thing was, is it satanic at the top? Is it evil? Um, this is a big question. And I always land on at the very top. I think they want us to wake up. I think it's good. I think it's good and evil. I feel like there's two sides. I do feel like there is a positive and negative, like with everything we see. Oh, I feel like there is Yeah, two there's sides. like dark forces. like um, Yeah, like, and I feel like that, that black and white, the black and white checkered flooring is kind of that's how i kind of see it duality yeah Yeah. polarity duality light that's how i feel like there is a good side there's definitely feel like there is a good side somewhere because we're you can see there is patterns so that or or is there a good side or is the real flaws in the thing and we're like you can recognize the patterns of like colors or the numbers or and you can just recognize fake you know after a while 
Yeah, that's I mean, why I think ultimately, even it just a flaw in the Westworld, like, <sighs> you know, that we're not supposed to see it, but when we yeah. do, it's like a, a double-edged sword. Yeah, you know, maybe that the same the same power of deception that they're using to keep the masses, you know, everyone, the masses, asleep and blind, essentially. There's like a sliver. There's like a keyhole, you know, a tiny keyhole that we, if you can see through it, if you can see, if you can move through that, then, you know, you're, you're immune to the, the, the other. And that's why you could say when some people say they're like the system's breaking down, that could be what it is. Like it is breaking down and it isn't actually a good thing. Just the fake stuff is. Something's going on. Something is going on where we are seeing the breakdown. The glitches are out of control. The The world's never been this crazy, has it? It's never been so, so like out of like chaotic. Yes, chaos Chaos. all the time. That's how it kind of feels like when you turn on the TV, but when you just go walk outside in my park there and just hear the birds tweeting and stuff, it's not that chaotic. If I leave my phone at home and just go for a walk. Life is actually quite beautiful if you just turn off your screens. It really is. It's, turn it's, off your screen and go for a nice walk. And you, that's you know, it. You don't really realize that it's that we just chaotic. Had the Roe, versus, Roe v. Wade is on the table, which is the abortion, quote unquote. That's what people, everybody think. Nobody really knows what Roe v. Wade is. We all just believe it's like the legalization of abortion. It's actually a very nuanced law. It's it's it affects abortion rights, but it's actually a very nuanced law, and I highly encourage everyone to to go into it. But it actually, it's it's interesting. So Roe v. Wade is about to be underturn- overturned theoretically. It's been on the books since the seventies, and since the seventies, it's always been like, oh, Roe v. Wade is about to be overturned. Oh, Roe v. we've been hearing about this forever, forever. It's like it's always like, will it or won't it? Will it or won't it? Will it or won't it? And it basically. It, abortion rights for, I don't even want to talk about like whether, I don't even want to get into, into that whole conundrum, but I do think that there's a reason that at this particular juncture, they wanted to throw this hyper, hyper, hyper Lucy, hyper polarizing with people on, I mean, there's nothing more polarizing than are we murdering babies or aren't we murdering babies? Is this a, ba- a murdering of a baby or is it not a murdering? Is this a right? Is it what? It's like, and we don't even, you know, it's like when did that, that brings up like, when yeah, there's always, start? you have when to does... always pick a side all the time, but you have to, they, you can, yeah. No so they ever made that someone come up with genius. The, yeah. The idea of doing that. I mean, like, so like, do you know what I mean? Like, why does no one talk about it? So the people who, who created the portion to then make two sides. So you're either for it or against it. Do you know what I mean? Someone made that. It's a real doozy, and and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of ire and animus and all these 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 feelings. You know, it's it's a it's a real like especially for you know these uh, subset of like radical feminists. It's people are really 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 angry that they, that that this is that this law that this right to our make our choice about our bodies that that this is going to be um taken away from us by men you know the the it was like seven men on the supreme court that decided that they wanted to overturn this and so all the you know the fem, the any anybody with a feminist bent they're like oh men should not be making decisions about women's bodies which is it, it, there's truth in that there, I, I i i think we all should have the capacity to make our own choices yeah, but that's been done on purpose comp- though, obviously yes, you know yes the whole thing is orchestrated to be the most Lucy to be the most, um, in, in, um, yeah, to be the most, um, ire inducing that, 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 that feeling, that pit in your stomach of like 
anger and despair and hatred and it just it, it summons up all these really really negative yeah, it emotions. should be when you look at it, it's actually funny that they would even do that you know what I mean? it's, it's like i was like i rolled my hilarious. eyes i rolled my yeah, eyes i was like oh this whole thing now they're gonna okay well played well played because yeah and then it's on the cover of all you know it's like it's top of the people are like last night when it was so apparently this court um, document, this kind of early summation from the court, it got leaked, quote unquote. And, you know, that's a big eye roll right there. Nothing leaks accidentally. It's a purposeful leak. They leaked it so that we would get all up in arms about it today. And like even last night, just after the the... the um, the word came out that people were like lining up in front of the Capitol and protesting already and people were crying and every, and then two sides were forming and people were starting to argue already. And it's, uh, and it's such a, it's, it, there's really no, there's, there's no, there's no easy way to talk about this, about this issue. There's no, it's, it's designed to cause suffering. Mental suffering, yeah. physical, emotional suffering. It's just designed for that. And you're right. It's it's laughable that this would that this would come out now. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Shannon, to wrap up the, to wrap up, um, but she also mentioned the Q movement kind of messed us up with what was satanic and and I think yeah the Q, Q kind was of, all like about satanic Luciferians. Made people think everything is satanic. That's what I mean. That's all we was in that at one point, and then it kind of felt like maybe it's just made. So it looks like they are, but they're still obviously like we, we say they're playing part. So that's what I feel like they're actually doing. That's where I'm at with it. Like they want you to think satanic, you know. And I always think of that Scooby Doo thing all the time. Scooby Doo. Oh, Pulling yeah. off the masks at the end. <laughs> Shannon had a second question. Um, what is the end game? What's their plan? Where are we in five years? What's the purpose of the show? The characters and the plot. Just why? This is a big question. Um uh, oh, that reminds me. We had another question that I needed to go back to from last time. We'll have to. I'll have to organize my thoughts, and we'll do that on the next episode. But um, I do think that the plan is for us to wake up. I think that it's yeah. That's the end game. I, I feel like it was game. always like you say. Like we've talked about time going faster, and that's why mm -hmm. time's going faster, and things are getting crazier because time's running out. Yeah. Or yeah. That's what. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Anyway, that. Time, time is going faster, days are going quicker, and it's for good reason, you know. Let me read again. This I feel like this answers Shannon's question. It's, I'm going back again to the word magic. If you haven't, um, if you haven't read this book, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, it says, once there are enough men and women working together to transcend the artificial matrix, we can stop supporting it and leave it to disappear. Without the support of men and women, the artificial matrix will eventually disappear or shrink to near nothingness, and therefore the dark forces will not be able to use it to control us anymore. This is how we can free mankind without violent revolutions. The fact that you are living on Earth during the end of this age is proof that you have an important role to play in the Earth matrix drama. It is time to wake up and remember your duty so you can play your role in helping free mankind. Once mankind is free, you will also be free because your family, mankind, is no longer imprisoned in the artificial matrix. Be strong and fearless, and may you be protected on your journey to spiritual freedom and enlightenment. That's how the book ends. Whew, that's powerful. I think that the, the spell, 
that this whole thing, this whole matrix is operating essentially on our belief. The, the spell is powered by our belief in it. And once we no longer believe, the spell simply ceases to have power over us. I know that for myself. You know that belief for yourself. Belief is an illusion. Mm. Yeah. And there's li the word lie. Be, be live. Right in the middle of there, you know, our belief, our life. I don't know. There's something very powerful about, you know, and when, because when I stopped believing, when I had my awakening with Jamine Ramsey, understanding that she could be a vix, a simulated victim, not real. Once I understood that this could even be a thing, everywhere I looked, every single story I read, every old fascination that I had, it all just looked so unreal. Like I just had a new lens. And so it was true that my, my belief in the kind of satanic pedophile cube or all that stuff, all the things that I thought that I was like working to, to solve, you know, really my, my, my belief in it kept just, it, it was like compounding. And then that just had to break. And then it broke for me with John Bonet. And then once my belief was broken, once that spell was broken for me, it just didn't, it, it was gone. It just didn't, everywhere I looked, every, every news story that came up, I could see right through it. I could just see it differently. I could just see it differently naturally in a way that I was never able to before. So, you know, I don't know. I think that, I think that we're at a very specific and important juncture right now. And I think we should just keep doing what we're doing. We're trying to wake people up, get people out of the, the, the fakery. <sighs> It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> this goes to kind of Shinzo's question. So Shinzo the Great asked, basically, why us? Why now? Why are we aware and others aren't? Or they choose to stay in that loose comfort zone. If we choose to come here, why go through the suffering of knowing what's out there and be labeled crazy? I know it's been asked to death, but I would like to know the group's thoughts on it. So why, are, why, why us? Like, why are we seemingly able timing to it's just timing i think yeah interesting timing but i do think that there's something about us quote unquote you know the, everybody who is listening right now we all share you me rambo like we all share this fundamental feeling in our in our gut that i think we've always had it we've always had this feeling that things aren't quite right we didn't know we didn't know what to do with that feeling we it's like everyone in as kind of an, an aligned to like a frequency of like yes. the same. Do you know what I mean? That's like kind of feels like. I, I think that there's something about this way of approaching <clears throat> the world of, of the belief system that that helps things click into place faster. And I think people grab people find us like a light, like, you know, like a beak, like it is a frequency, you know, light is a frequency, and we are light beings, humans. Hue is color, and color is light. Um, I think that there's something about this light frequency, almost like a lighthouse, you know, that calls ships in the night. I think that there is something about what we're putting out there that helps people naturally find us. I mean, people like stumble across human vibration and rainbow stuff and they're just like, what? But they're meant to, you know, they're meant to. And then maybe they'll get a little bit more curious and follow and maybe they'll get a little more curious and, you know, join Patreon or something and start listening to us. I think that there, but there's, but nobody comes here out of like, eh, I'm not really interested in this. I'm not really curious. Like nobody, nobody, like to, to be here now, to be listening 
to my voice right now, like means that you have in your own journey, you've, you've asked some pretty deep questions and you're, you have some unanswered, it doesn't feel right. Like the, 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 the status quo and the story that you've been taught and told your whole life, it just doesn't quite feel right. And, um, and that, that, that unites us. So why us? I don't know, but there's, we are united. We are, we're, we're united in that, in, in this journey. I think we're all in the same, we're all maybe different paths. Maybe our journeys, um, take us around in different, different ways, but I think that there's a similarity. There's like a kin, a kinship, a, a, a fellow journeyman, um, spirit about, about what we're doing, about this endeavor. And I think we're all going to, going to, going to get there. And I also think that there's like a tipping point of awareness. Um, if enough men and women, mankind, if enough of us can reach a certain state of understanding, I think that it will, it will just, we'll reach a tipping point and it'll just happen for all naturally. Yeah. You know, I just think that, um, I think that's and how it, majority. Yeah, that's how it works, isn't it? The majority always. Rules. And it doesn't think it has to be a big. I think and a minority can can re, a, a, a minor. There's a certain even in mathematics, like there's a certain amount where like a minority can reach a a threshold that affects a majority. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has to be that many. You know, like it seems like such a big task. Oh, we got to get the whole world eight billion people. Well, first of all, I don't really think there's eight billion people, but. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's as daunting as a task as maybe we're we're taught and told it 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 is. I think we just keep doing what we're doing and see what happens cuz obviously something's happening like the glitches are are out of control. It seems to be every day there's some new I mean even the war in Ukraine like nobody cares about that anymore. They can't they can't even keep people engaged on war, you know? Like nobody cares. It's nobody cares. Uh, oh, speaking of Ukraine and speaking of the war, Les, Les Luther asks, would you rather, this is a fun one to end on, okay, <laughs> would you rather date a really hot NPC or a spiritual on a spiritually on fire soul that was not your type physically? Okay, so a super, super hot bod, let's say Brad Pitt, but he's just empty in there, and uh or, um, or someone who, yeah, isn't your physical. Well, they're obviously type. in that case, they'll definitely already be like double vaccinated as well. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, the spiritual one. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, me, I'm, of course, I'm a contrarian. I would say I just wouldn't date anybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a loner. I'd be like, no thanks. Um, maybe friends with benefits with hot Brad Pitt, and then. <laughs> And then friend zone the the other guy and get 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 everything that I need. <laughs> Les, can I do that? Asking for the class. Can I have both? Can I have everything? <laughs> but actually, yes, we can have we can. But you know, also like with your, I do think that there's something kind of woo woo about um, meeting people. You know, about mates and spiritual mates. I think that we kind of find partners that are on the level that we're at, you know, like I, um, cause I, you know, when I look back at the, the relationships that I've had in my life, you know, I, I was not away. I was not an evolved person for the majority of my, it took me three decades plus to, I think, walk a path that I find admirable. It's not that I was like 
knocking over liquor stores or, you know, I wasn't doing anything bad. I wasn't like a, a criminal or anything, but I was just an empty soul, an empty vessel for a really, really, really long time. Just a wayward, I didn't realize it, but I was a wayward soul. I had no real purpose. I had no real whatever. I just really didn't know myself. I Anyway, okay. So when I look back at my relationships, I think they kind of fit, they were mirrors of myself in a way. They were, they were mirrors of who I was at that time because I think that our vibration, again, attracts people on a similar frequency. And so when I, when I kind of go back on my life, all of my relationships kind of matched that frequency I was at. And now that I'm at a, a higher frequency, I'm going to, to attract someone that is on, is, is kind of, you know, on my level, on my, on my, on my wavelength. And that's, I think that, yeah, so I think that, and um, like real, real love, essentially, it's, it, ha you ha it has to start with the relationship with yourself. You know, I think that our relationships, friendships, even familial relationships, everything, I think that they, they, they mirror how, where we are and how we are. And if we can improve our relationship with ourselves, everything will improve. My relationships, even though my family doesn't really jive with HB stuff, I have a much stronger relationship with, with, with friends and family um, because I, I'm just more, I'm, I'm more, you, you being I'm just you. more me. I, I, yeah, I'm more me. I didn't even know who me was for m most of my life, which is kind of sad. I was an NPC. I was walking around. I think back on conversations, I was like, what did I even talk about before? Like, what, where did my opinions come from? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I talked about because, but I loved, I love to talk. Like I still do, but you know, I had no idea, like politics, just repeating, regurgitating stuff I saw on CNN or whatever. Like there was not one unique thought in my head. <laughs> really. That's it really. Yeah. Football and stuff, just talking about rubbish. That's what you used to talk about, didn't you, before? Yeah. Just nonsense. Just nonsense. But uh, you know, the, on the bright side of all this, this, this path can be, it can feel isolating. It can, you know, when you wake up and then you realize like, oh my God, you know, all my friends are NPCs and my family, they're all asleep. And, you know, my job is, is not fulfilling, but that is so freeing because it allows you to actually start making decisions based on what you actually want and what feels right to you. And, you know, everyone's going to have their own way, their own true north. Everyone's going to have their own approach to life that, that fits and feels right. And I think that that's our job to find it. It's our job to find what feels right for us and what aligns with our beliefs and our intentions. Um, but it takes, it, it takes a lot of work to get there, to, to, to actually know that instead of just walking through life blindly, you know, blindly yeah. and like a robot. Anyway, this was a good one. I, I, this is a this is a fun little one. So <laughs> we'll catch up on here, some there, more. and everywhere as always. Here, there, <laughs> and everywhere. That is right. That's about the, that's the name of the game. So anyway, we'll catch up soon. This is a good one. Thanks, Rambo. Yeah.